And we are back. Round 15 of Beer and Bullshit with Corey McGee and Jason Boisno. We've taken a few weeks off. Uh, happy to be back, though. You know what? I, I almost forgot what it felt to, to do this, like what it felt like to do this. Uh, I'm a little lost right you? now. I'm a little lost. I'm you're a little, you're a little well, bit lost? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Uh, and, uh, I, I didn't ask. Exactly. Don't really care. <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, it's uh, hey, I get the I get the rust off. Uh, yeah, so uh, back for after uh, a couple of week hiatus. Uh, oh, yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. Been almost a month. Oh, I've seen you too often. That's all right. Nah, that's probably uh, But yeah, no, uh, and we will, like, you know, I know we were talking about this before we uh, started, but uh, we, we we are going to be starting back up in a new year. So uh, I think we're pretty, I'm pretty excited with some of the guests we have kind of lined up and who. Who we're hoping to get who, lined who, who, up. Well, anyways. some of them are lined up. Some of them uh, we're hoping to get, but uh, we have a cool little mix not just you know we're not just going for the political junkies we're going for uh just uh, people interesting different uh uh you know backgrounds of people i think it's kind of neat yeah we have a few in there that i think some people would be surprised about uh but yeah no i'm pretty excited well i think from doing this podcast for the past couple months anyways i feel like it's kind of opened my eyes to a little bit what we can do yeah. with this right like um when we first started this i know we were talking about doing the whole religion money and politics thing and we kind of fell off the religion and money uh we stuck with a little bit of politics but we talked to all sorts of people uh in this first what season we're gonna call it I, I makes sense first year let's go first year yeah yeah, yeah sure first short year, year but whatever that's all right but um there's we we were gonna kind of wait until the new year to kind of kick things off again but we we thought it, it left things kind of open-ended from we also last had no- time we right? also have nothing else to do so let's might as well do something. Well, that's true. Sometime. I mean, we, w- what are we going to do? Go out and shovel snow? Exactly. Yeah. Which you probably should. Uh, what? <laughs> he pulled up to my driveway and there's uh, a snowbank at the front? Just about. Yeah, all right. Get on that, Mayor Black. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think you'd have the mayor on the podcast and yeah. uh, I'd be, uh, get, be given preferential yeah, treatment exactly. on the street. Exactly. When one of our... Uh, uh, one of the counselors mentioned that, wow, you guys have no lighting out front on the road. It's hard to see your house. Like, yeah. yeah. No shit. Get on that. <laughs> <laughs> like, call someone. Uh, so that said, yeah, the snow has arrived. It's uh, obviously very festive here in our beer and bullshit. Uh, quote, oh, I unquote, guess you'll studios. see that. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to see our tree now. Yeah. Yeah. Video's on. Everything's good. Um, and uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to, to Christmas. It's going to be a nice little uh, break from the usual. Yeah, no, uh, I we don't have much going on. I'm not sure what you guys got planned as a family or as a, uh, you know, doing your usual stuff. We're just, I'm just hanging out. I have no kids. I don't have to worry about anything. Well, we at the McGee household celebrate Festivus. Festivus. What I'm Festivus most the rest looking, of us. <laughs> what I'm most looking forward to is the feats of strength with my son, my three and a half year old son. Pretty sure I got it in the bag. Until what age do you think you'll be able to take your son? Well, I thought I could take my dad at 12 years old. Turns out that was not right. Pretty wrong. So I'm going to use that as a bit of a barometer. All right. I mean, I am also a giant pussy. So <laughs> uh, I I don't know. Maybe 20. I could probably take yeah. him. To, well, I don't know. If he's a rated he, out 16-year-old, that's a different story. But You'll be what? Then you'll be about 47? Forty-seven, yeah, uh, but be, be tough. Be yeah, tough. but I'm not going to be like most forty-seven-year-olds. So you, you'll be. Uh, 
uh, I'll be completely bald. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I don't look much older. Be hunched over, walking with a walker or a cane or something. Uh, uh, I, one question I think I've asked you before is how many young children your bro- your your son's age do you think you could take on in a fight at one time? <laughs> could you take on fifty of them? Is this is this in the context of a philosophy seminar? Like, what's wrong with fighting no, kids? No, no, no. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> I might be pro fighting kids. I just think it'd be interesting to see how how off, how long would it take for you to get tired? You're just punting. I feel like that's interesting. I feel like that's the kind of shit that nightmares are made are made of. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you just standing around and there's this just swarm of children coming after you. So there are there are times where I've felt so tired that I was pretty sure my sugared up son that's three and a half years old could beat the crap out of me. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean that's so goes life with kids. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, that, this is where we're at. We're, we've come to uh, the end of uh, a good 2016. When did we start this anyways? We started back in August. August, I believe. That's August. Good question. And, uh, you know, that first episode uh, where we were trying to put things up on the screen <laughs> and, so that people could see. As you may have noticed, the camera angle had changed pretty pretty quickly on that, <laughs> on that first episode. Uh, and I don't even think we had highlighted which beer we were drinking that first episode either. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get into anything else, I guess I can discuss what beer we have today. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. What are we drinking? This is good stuff. Well, I uh, I found this stuff. I went to uh, went to go watch a, a NHL game in Ottawa. The uh, the Sens against the, the Panthers. So I got to see a uh, good old mullet Yarmir Yager play. <sighs> Hopefully he's not his last year, but I figured close to probably yeah but he's not still rocking the mullet though oh yeah he grew it out it's awesome oh really it's awesome yeah but it, no, it's, it's not like, really mullet ish it's just long hair now it's not just and the it's kind of white gray yeah <laughs> yeah he looks old but honestly still completely that team does nothing if he's not on the ice i want and actually was impressed with the sentence when i was watching them but uh it might have been a bad game but anyways so uh while i was in ottawa did i uh, get to uh uh i guess Visit a few different uh, spots around town, and I got to go to a nice little uh, escape room, which was fun, uh, the Escape Emporium. And then uh, from there, I slid over to uh, next door where they had a little uh, a brewery, uh, and is a uh, Tooth and Nail. Tooth and Nail. Tooth and Nail. Mm. And uh, the beer that we picked up is uh, uh, the Tooth and Nail Fortified. It's an imperial stout uh, brewed in Ottawa, obviously. Uh, it says it should be served in a snifter. Which these are not. Which these are not. It's, uh, all right. it's all we got. So right now, uh, we don't have a lot. Like, there's there's no real description. The only description I have is an imperial oatmeal stout brewed with coffee and chocolate. Uh, but I don't see. There's nothing else. Even the uh, these guys are pretty bare bone. Their website, not much to be seen. Essentially tells you to go to their Facebook page. Well, uh, when I hear that description of it, those are all things I like. I like yeah. oatmeal. I like chocolate. I like coffee a lot. You like to be regular. Yes. <laughs> and I like beer. And uh, this kind of combines everything, and I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I really like this. Uh, right now, there aren't enough ratings on either uh, Rate Beer or uh, Beer Advocate to uh, give it a, to say what the, the people are rating it at. i got to say, out of a 10, I actually really enjoy this. I'm, uh, stouts, I... I am a fan of stouts. I find they're always very flavorful, usually very flavorful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one is very flavorful. Uh, if you like stouts, I think this would be right up there. Uh, so as a stout, I would give this a good uh, 
eight and a half. Uh, I really like this. I think it's awesome. Uh, which is why I bought extra to bring it back. <laughs> I tried all their other beers. There were some decent stuff. They had a lot of uh, uh, some uh, a lot of a lot of IPAs and uh, double IPAs. But this one, I gotta say, uh, uh, was the one I liked the most. I yeah, it back. I I think I would give this probably. You know, just to one up you, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this thing a nine. Yeah. Because uh, it's, I mean, when you think stout, I think everybody's mind goes right to Guinness right away, yeah. right? And this is different. This yeah. is um, it, it's good. It's not like it really doesn't have that that bitterness that that Guinness has, which I guess is what it that that particular are, yeah. stout is is uh, known for. This is really sweet. Really, really sweet, actually, and we're drinking it kind of room temp and yeah. um, and uh, flat, like not flat, but it's not overly carbonated yeah. either, right? It's it's one of those things that that drinks itself like a cup of coffee, and yeah. um, I I enjoy it a lot. No, this is uh, this is good stuff. Yeah, that was a good uh, pick. So, a tooth it. and nail from uh, Ottawa, Canada, uh, right downtown. It's pretty. Uh, Pretty awesome. I can't remember what road it was off of or what road it was on, but it was good. I would say check it out for sure. Um, don't know if you can find this in any of the LCBOs as of now, uh, but uh, it is on, actually, I just saw it here, Brewed and Package at 3 Irving Avenue in Ottawa, Canada. Uh, so pretty cool stuff. Uh, this one is a 5.4% alcohol. And, yeah, no, I would totally recommend if you are in the Ottawa area to uh, swing by and, and uh, first well, go in, try some of the food they it's a place where you don't really buy a meal, but you'll buy like a, you can order, you might be able to get a meal, I don't know, I just bought, we bought other stuff, but like you can get like, you know, dried uh, sausage, like Hungarian sausage. Okay, stuff yeah, like, that. like, you, like you, appetizer, well, not even appetizers, yeah. like like just the finger foods to exactly. keep you kind of, keep yeah. you drinking. <laughs> so it, it was good, I, I gotta say, I really enjoyed the place, it was like a cute little uh, bar, I thought it was pretty neat. Uh, I was really fitting in with my thick big beard at the time i think uh it was <laughs> hipster it was, place it was a bit of a hipster place uh, well it was next door to the what are you escape. trying to say <laughs> no nah, <right>, whatever <laughs> go nuts uh but no uh i gotta say uh if you are in the area check it out it was awesome nice that's nice. a free plug for tooth and nail yeah right so, on uh, hey tooth and nail if you hear this afterwards send us swag yeah or more beer or more beer more beer we'll take that too yeah, either that said jay you know we've had the opportunity to try out quite a few different beers um, over the past fifth. Well, this is the fifteenth podcast, so um, I mean, and and if you had to pick one out of all of these, and it's it's tough because I, I'm pretty sure if we go back and watch those episodes, we drank enough of those to give yeah. them all a good rating, except one. I'm pretty sure we, we there's one we shat on, yeah. and it might have been from Stack. Uh, no, I, I don't know. We had don't no, remember. no. That's not what it was. It wasn't. It wasn't from Stack. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that I'm referring to a comment made by a friend of the program, John Core, who uh, it, I, I'm pretty sure he said something about the alt beer, which now the with the rise of the alt right, just go. just uh, you know is all too appropriate. <laughs> it was like, oh, we don't have anything else. Well, we have this. <laughs> The alternative beer. Well, what we've had, we've had uh, uh, the wheat beer from uh, Side Launch. I'm going to keep going through the list and see where okay. I can see stuff. Uh, see, I, that one was good. I remember that one. That's the one we had with Charlie, right? Yeah. Yeah, we had uh, our guest, Mr. Charlie Angus, who was a very, very special guest and honestly probably one of th- the biggest scores that I could imagine us having yeah. on the first few editions of our podcast. That that was amazing. Yeah, 
some new developments since then. Sorry, I don't mean no to problem. go off on a tangent. I know we were talking about the beer stuff, but this is uh, worth talking about. Right? Yeah, well, new development. He uh, he has stepped down as a caucus leader in, in the House, which uh, people, uh, I, I saw online right away, people were like, what, he's quitting? No, he's not <laughs> quitting. Uh, essentially, just so he can uh, assess the fact whether he should run as a party leader, uh, which would mean that he would be uh, essentially vying for uh, a uh, PM spot, which would be uh, pretty cool. It'd be interesting and be neat to have someone uh, from uh, this riding being one of the uh, one of the party people. leaders, yeah, uh, or party even leader. the Just people being considered for party yeah. leadership. Like, uh, and to be honest, I, I'm, you know, I, I I like the guy. We we sat here and we we talked with him for an hour, and he's extremely passionate and comes off to me as probably one of the more honest politicians I've ever seen or met, and. The but but the one thing that's getting kind of tiresome is this like obvious like it just seems so obvious he's gonna run for the leadership yeah, yeah. like come on come out and just say it just it. say it don't don't keep uh, harping on these leadership issues yeah. and putting out these like quasi or or sharing the articles of people saying you should run yeah, yeah. <laughs> just come out just and say it. it and run we all just want you to it. run Charlie come on Get do it. it. <laughs> Uh, so no, it should be pretty interesting. I, I'm uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, so this is how this is going to go now, right? Like every time we name a beer, it's going to bring back memories of the guest someone, that was exactly. on. Uh, other beers. Uh, so we'll get into. We'll talk about Charlie in a second there. But uh, other beers. Cool. Well, when we had uh, Mr. Rick Lemieux, which was a very interesting uh, and fun uh, uh, podcast. Sorry, at Gibby's Tavern, we I believe we had the Rickards Red when we were there. No, oh, okay. uh, we did not. Uh, we did mention it while we were doing it, but someone did not post that. So, uh, well, that's whatever. unfortunate. Yeah, too bad. Uh, that not all a bat product. Uh, after that, we had not really in the spirit of what we do. <laughs> uh, we had uh, a few offerings when we had uh, Mr. Belanger on for the live podcast. Uh, we had big, uh, different ones from Big Rock Brewery. I think we had a couple good ones. Yeah, like some that we weren't crazy about. Yeah. But I think there were some decent ones. Uh, I'm going to keep going. Sorry, not super organized. No, that's fine. That's We're not, never organized here. It's not bullshit. Uh, volume 12, when we had Mr. Robert Monsa, which I think was a very, uh, I, I would suggest people to check that out if they are into the, uh, econ- uh, like an economic uh, aspect of uh, Nose Ontario. Oh, we had Muskoka Brewery, the cream ale. That's, I wasn't, I do like Muskoka Brewery. I was not a fan of the cream ale. I remember no, no, that. I, I remember I crapped on that a bit. That's my second favorite one from yeah. Muskoka. Uh, but I, I really like Muskoka Brewery. I, I wasn't huge. I'm not a huge fan of the cream ale. I like their uh, their IPA. Uh, but that was neat. Uh, and it was funny because I, I was just thinking about, you know, when Robert was on afterwards, I did mention, I did reach out to some of the individuals at the uh, the Timmins Taxpayer Association. Because uh, I think, you know, the idea of what they do can be very beneficial, but I think that they, I personally think they go after some of the wrong issues. And I said, this is the type of guy and the type of thing you should be listening to and, and thinking about. Because these are the type of issues that can not just put you on a map, but actually give you guys that, like, a, a, an edge. So and a are- little bit of a – well, okay. I, I'm going to say this in a very measured way. Um, for lack of a better word, credibility. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think – and you know what? This is worth talking about because I, I think we were – we were a little hard on uh, mm-hmm. on some of their positions uh, in in our podcast this year, and um, definitely want to take the moment to acknowledge that. And the fact, of, I, I think we kind of staked out a bit of a clear 
well, I don't want to say a clear political position because every every issue is different, yeah. right? But the people that we had on talking about politics, um, especially municipal, we had uh, uh, the mayor, we had Mayor Black on, and we had Counsel- Councillor Ronaldo on, who often um, stand on the same side of the issue, uh, and and I think. If you look at the Taxpayers Association's post, often they they have issues with that. So you know we we've kind of set ourselves on one side of the of, of that political spectrum, and and for a lot of the the um, the initiatives that have been pushed forward by council and the mayor, uh, I think we've been in support, uh, critical of certain things, yeah. but but more uh, in general in support. Um, my main critique with the the taxpayers association is just that is the name and um, what their their mission statement yeah. seems to be is a what representation the, of yeah. the taxpayers and uh, I mean there I'm one taxpayer and I, I like I pay my fair share of taxes I guess that's a debatable point but yes I pay I pay my property taxes just like every other property owner in the city and uh, I don't believe they represent me. I don't believe that uh, their views represent me. Uh, I'm, I might agree with 5% of the positions they take. So my my position on on them is really just the fact of being honest about and, and transparent about what who they represent, which is fine. They're, they're, they're okay to represent their membership and the people who think likewise as they do. And you know what? They may very well be right about a growing sentiment in the community uh, about people who uh, who are who take to these views and feel that there should be you know cutting cutting costs and and uh, and looking for more savings at city hall, but they fail to acknowledge that there's a whole other group of taxpayers that that don't subscribe to that that uh, that line of thinking, and maybe and and I've said this before, just trying to be kind of self examinatory or whatever you want to call it, but like uh, introspective, there you go, uh, about my views and saying that maybe the issue is not that they're all wrong and we just need to fight them, is that maybe there needs to be more of a diversity of opinion within the Taxpayers Association. So I think in the new year, I'm going to join... You are. I would like to join. I would. I'm. I'm not even kidding. I'm not no, even kidding. Go for it. Like not. Not even just to be a voice of dissent, but like to have. Um, uh, to to just bring bring to light somebody else's point of view. Right. Well, I remember when I uh, when it first started, I uh, I was approached to to join. Uh, I I I elected not to, and I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll say exactly why I elected not to. Was uh, it the Nazi salutes? Well, it's honestly is that their their duck walk just wasn't good enough. It, it wasn't it wasn't on. Uh, you know when you come from okay, when you come from a, par, a partially joking. a German family, you know you take that stuff serious. You get it correct. And, uh, no, uh, the, the the reason why, uh, and I I think and some people actually was mentioned by some individuals. I'm not gonna name who, but they they were hoping I was gonna join because they were hoping there would be a, uh, a more of a progressive voice in there. Uh, to to kind of be a, maybe a, uh, a sounding board or just or somewhat of a voice of dissent like you're saying uh, sure. in there J- just to have a the opposite view uh, I I liked it just because at the time I was really uh, I was still thinking about the whole political game and maybe going doing something uh, it seems like it comes less that that 
possibility becomes less and less as I go on. Or, really? Well, I I don't know. I I are you retiring if, if you, from the political you, game? If you ask me one day, I'll say 100. percent I'm doing it. You ask me the next, I don't know or I don't want to. You know, it's 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 day day to day is different. But I and I still think think. What I love to say, if I did run, it would be hard to say that if you want to be a if you are progressive and you had a progressive viewpoint and then you were running for whatever and uh, you know you get asked this question saying. Uh, what do you think about this? Well, I think, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then you can easily be countered with, well, you are part of this group who voted for this. Mm. This must be what you think. Well, so, you know, well, I voted against that. All right, well, you're still supporting that group and you're still pushing the whole agenda. So it, I think it'd be a very, it's not just a difficult thing to to fight or, or to, to distance yourself against. I just think that do you set your your uh, beliefs and your and your agenda uh, yourself, or you know, like, do do you have that being something that's against you? Because like, yeah. I think it just it's just. I see your point. Yeah, I see your point. It, and 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 I know what you mean because there there comes a point in in a group like that where you know you, your views differ so greatly from yeah. from the rest of the membership that you, you know if you want your own representative group, you might as well just start your own. Exactly. Right. So uh, no, I, I, I know what you're saying in that, in that situation, you want, you don't want to be unfairly tied to positions that you have absolutely no belief yeah. in just by your, your association. Membership. Yeah. Your association. Association. Which sucks. Which sucks. Yeah. I just by an association, you would be uh, thought that way. Uh, but, uh, but I mean, like we're, we're told on, on the surface, right? Like when, when, when you look at, at posts, because, and I think this is where you, you've seen the most rebuttals from the Taxpayers Association is uh, in the media, they're often uh, – like in the papers, it'll often be quoted that they're, uh, they require paid membership. Yeah. And then the rebuttal to that is membership's free. You can make a donation if you want. And it, the the idea is they, they make themselves out to be very open to anyone who wants to join. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's true, then you're open to a, a whole a slew of different yeah. political opinions. And it, it sounds to me like if you look, you look at the, the, the name of the group, the Timmins Taxpayers Association, it just sounds to me like you're just open to all taxpayers, right? Regardless of their pr- yeah. political leanings. However, you look at your, their mission statement, and it very much is about lowering taxes. Yeah. And it very much is about... Uh, Bringing costs at City Hall down, um, which is commendable. There's nothing wrong. No, no, no. There's nothing wrong. Like that's that's a valid, debatable point. But you can't say that all taxpayers subscribe to that. So the the title of your group, I I don't know if you can change the name of your group to something like Timmins Taxpayers for a lower mill rate for you know uh, Timmins Taxpayers for smaller municipal government like. And l- that wanna, to me makes more more sense. More sense, right? but also like you know, uh, and the idea that's oh, if you have to own land and pay property taxes to be a, I find it's like oh, your 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 opinion and uh, values aren't necessarily uh, valid because you do not pay property taxes. Well, individuals who rent or do whatever they pay taxes in, uh, in another, any other form. They they you know user fees. That's a tax in any other name. Uh, it doesn't sure. matter what you think, what you say, wow, well, you know, uh, yeah, who cares? They use a bus. But yeah, they're paying for that. They pay for whatever other services. They pay user fees they are using. 
and when you pay rent, let's let's be honest, when you yeah. pay rent, you're paying property tax. Yeah, you're paying you're your paying landlord's Lord property to pay, tax. So they can pay the property tax. Exactly. So you are paying property tax. You do have to say just as much as anyone else. And then the idea, and you'll hear some of their 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 members will say, "Well, you know, renters don't believe that. You know, they, renters don't care about this." I would argue they ha- they live in this community. If the community does well, if it does, uh, if it has economic a boom, they're gonna they're gonna have better opportunities for for employment uh, or their current businesses or employment will do better because of, of an economic boom. So the idea that you're saying that individuals who don't pay property taxes don't matter or aren't valid Ooh. that is that's slippery little, slope, yeah, my friend. That's ridiculous. That's uh, that that reminds me of uh, primitive forms of government where landowners exactly. are the only ones who have a say. Well, that's that's what I find about this is you know the tax rates, the name in itself kind of shows well you know are we a feudal system that <laughs> you know like only yeah. people who who have land can do whatever. No, it's that's not what it is, and which is why and they don't represent the Timmins constituency uh, because it's not just taxpayers. It's also voters and residents of the residents, area. Residents, residents. And, and, and you're right about saying that, you know, if you reside in the city of Timmins, you are most likely paying some form of property tax uh, in, in one way or another because of, uh, like you say, when you pay your rent, you're paying your landlord's uh, property taxes at the same time. So, um, you know, that said, uh, not uh, don't want to harp on on them for yeah. too long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. this is supposed to be a celebratory yeah, so- end of 2016. Uh, but the one thing that I did want to say is that um, I think it would be absolutely constructive and awesome, like great discussion to have somebody from the association, yeah. come and sit Which, down with we, us. We, we've, we've kind of reached out a bit, and we, we yeah, have discussed we, with some we, of them. It, to, to be honest, we've been we've been a little bit lacking on that, but yeah. but I think um, uh, I would love to to debate these these opinions yeah. and 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 kind of have those positions laid out on on face value, yeah. you know, and, and be able to actually talk about positions and talk about who represents what, and 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 maybe. I don't know if if the idea of their group is to include all taxpayers and have people who who have different political leanings and see government at city hall differently, uh, then maybe you know we can have a constructive dis- discussion about that. Uh, at the moment, I think we're just kind of like talking in our own echo chambers. And a little it's, bit. Uh, yeah. It's we're, kind of we'll not constructive. No, let's it's put not. It that way. So uh, I guess this is kind of working out that we're talking about what beer and what we did on that one, and we're discussing about how we did on that podcast. So we're going to the next one. It was uh, I can't remember which one this one is, but anyways, it might be number eleven. Was with uh, the band all the wasted years. All oh, the wasted years. Yeah. They drank all our all fucking beer. beer, which we drank. Uh, we started off with the Canadian Amber Ale, uh, the Hockley Valley Brewing Company, uh, which uh, I can't remember what the what we rated that. You have to check out the podcast see what we rated that one at. But that one was. Uh, you know that that was actually. I'll tell you now, with that podcast, I was surprised. I I I was worried. First, I was worried it's going to be a bit of a, a shit show having that many individuals on. <laughs> and you know, it's you think about us oh, as punk band. People are going to get start drinking, and we're going to that's going to get out of hand fast. Uh, you know, no they trust, were, Jay. Oh, no trust at all. <laughs> uh, they were awesome. Uh, they were on point. Uh, they, you know, they had some value, value arguments, valued arguments, and actually some pretty good uh, points of view. And uh, you know, we had a great time playing the. Uh, that was, I think, the first time we played the Rotten Tomatoes game. Yeah, uh, that that's was, true. Yeah. It was a great time. Uh, so you know, I, I was pleasantly surprised. This that was the most surprised of a podcast that we had. I, I was worried, uh-huh. and actually, was much better than I thought. So it, it's, it's up there. For you me. know what? I have to say the same. I, I love those guys. 
I uh, and we use their music for our intro and, and outro. So I mean, we we had to have them on. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. They <laughs> they were they were great guests, and it, it was nice to have them on. And actually, they were our only musical guests that came on last. Uh, and were, uh, when you were afraid okay. when we started this, this would be too much of a musical base podcast. Yeah, you when were I afraid first of had the idea, uh, and and I mean, I, I don't even know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but I'm like sure I, I've been kind of mulling over the idea of a podcast for the past um, two years, and in my head, I just kept thinking like, if I just do this, it's gonna suck. It's just gonna be some fucking stupid idiot talking on yeah, mic. So you gotta get someone about, with chops like Mr. So, Jason Boss exactly. now. Bring him on. I've roped Jason into doing something that's semi-legitimate. And uh, you know what? I, I'm glad that we had a couple forays into, uh, let's say, our artistic community. Yeah. Um, having, uh, I think we like we had John Kane from the Working Class. We had John Core on, uh, who's a working actor. Which that, you know what? I know we're gonna get get to that one, but you know the discussion we had with him oh, yeah. was amazing. Like that it enlightened my world to acting and. Uh, film and TV industry and how that kind of functions and how that's that's a trade and everything. I, that was awesome discussion. I'd love to have him on again. He was uh, mm. it was he was a good time. Um, but yeah, all the wasted years. You know what? Hats off to those guys. And uh, you know, you owe us some beer next time you come on. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, next to that, we had uh, this was probably our our or this wasn't probably this was our most popular podcast uh, episode. Uh, it had by far the most reach, the most listens. Uh, still getting listens now. It's funny. You know, we were just at the bar and people were telling me, oh, you're supposed to on the drive up from you know Whitby or whatever. And uh, it was, uh, you know, this one was by far the most important one. Uh, not the most important, most uh, popular one uh, where we drank Goose IPA from Goose Island Beer Company, which is from Chicago, I think it was. I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, it was with uh, uh, His Worship, the mayor, Steve Black. <laughs> his Worship. Okay. <laughs> One, that's funny. What? That's <laughs> one. His worship. I, I'm pretty sure it's only um, Mike Duty and uh, Counselor Mike Duty and, and another yeah, guy. And There's the clerk, one more guy that says, through you, your worship. Yeah. Uh, but we we had uh, a really, really good podcast. with, And at the time, um, that was the longest one we had done. Oh, yeah. right? That's the first time we had done a two-hour podcast. Yeah. And uh, we sat here talking for another two hours afterwards, uh, just fascinated about <laughs> the political conflict. I think we got it right at the right time as well. Yeah. There was so much button heads going on at City Hall and like um, the the amount of press that it was getting was was amazing. So that that was a great discussion. It was awesome to get uh, Mayor Black's uh, perspective on things. Um we had reached out to Councillor Dubo about mm-hmm. coming on and doing a podcast. Uh, he said he would check it out, but uh, we, we had back, never yeah. never heard back from him. I would love to reach out to him again and see, uh, you know, if he would like to come and have a discussion with us. Uh, that's another guy that we we kind of had our opinions about uh, over these past fourteen podcast or fifteen podcasts, and uh, you know, it hasn't always been all that flattering. Uh, especially the whole lying and misleading um, dis- <laughs> well, apparent fun. discrepancy and definition. Fun. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I still think we should make a T-shirt or at least a goddamn meme, right? Yeah, something. Lying, misleading. There, there's a meme somewhere in there, somewhere. Uh, no, but uh, I, I think it was, it was uh, very enlightening. Uh, I, th- I think it was actually uh, 
it was it was funny. He told he was having a good time, and I bet you if he wasn't sick, it would have been would have been better. He would have had a couple more pops, and he would have been a little bit more. He uh, was sick. I couldn't <laughs> tell. Couldn't tell at all. Jesus. But no, that was a, that was he a good one. Must have run through three boxes of Kleenex while he was here. Which I do have one because I actually started a cold. Actually, no, I threw it on the ground. Uh, but I am uh, <laughs> I, I am starting a cold. I actually had to take a nap before I headed over here and just oh. medicated myself with uh, more beer. So uh, no, uh, should be. Uh, I, I think it was it was a good time. I think it will probably if we do have him on again, it should be probably another uh, good podcast. Yeah, it will be another. A highly uh, rated and viewed one. Absolutely, uh, I think, and and we mentioned this, and 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 I think it'll be important for us to kind of reach out at a specific time yeah. to Marabli because when we're looking at this Stars and Thunder uh, fireworks festival that's going on this summer, which I'm sure we're going to get to at some point yeah. in this podcast, because uh, we, you know, over the past couple of weeks, things have just kind of blown up for this but uh we'd love to have him on a couple weeks before that to to talk a little bit about how how it's coming together and how what what timmons is expecting because uh i don't know if you heard but there's going to be a fucking huge party here oh yeah this summer it will be big and you know what people uh are back you know what we can discuss this later sure we'll we'll get into that some more or later that's gonna be a long discussion uh after before that we did uh so we're counting down from the most recent to the earliest. Uh, we we uh, sat down at Montana's to oh. sit down with Mr. Jonathan St. Pierre. And You're, we discussed uh, local brewing. We talked about all that stuff, which was awesome. That was actually a very enlightening something I did not know. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what beer we drank when we had him on. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> Full I wonder, beard. I wonder. Uh, we had, what, 5 O'Clock Shadow? Uh, so, yeah. And I think that, that's what it was called. That was a good one. I was uh, I was really impressed with that. We did a couple of technical things. Difficulties on that one as well, uh, but overall that was that was great. We had uh, a power outage. Power, outage. yeah. No, no, you, we you know what? we blew the breaker. That's what we did. That was and and you know what? The more that we we kind of go over these things, I'm like fuck, we did a lot of cool shit. Yeah, this, we did <laughs> the past in the In past only like few months. fourteen weeks. Exactly, exactly. No, that that was a really really fun podcast. And uh, I mean, I see I see John from the t- from time to time, and things are really coming mm-hmm. together with their their brewery. Just now. had the article in the paper. About exactly, it. exactly. And uh, I don't know. Um, he had mentioned when when we had him on the podcast about. Uh, when the location was actually ready and up and running to have another one, and we uh, are coming, John. Listening, we are oh, coming. We are coming, sir. This is uh, that. That's going to be a fun, uh, a fun little tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, their beer is quite good. I'm very excited to have that be part of our whole Timmins identity yep. and uh, our culture here. Um, Lord knows, people around here love drinking beer, and he made well. They they made a beer that is very approachable i think so yeah. population too so this uh, it's it's not a hipster beer <laughs> it's not a it, it's not one of these things that, that it's not a john belanger beer yeah okay yeah that that's yeah. you know what john what did john say about it what did he think about it actually he didn't mind it he thought it was actually uh it was it was uh a smart release like we discussed yeah. before that you know what uh, individuals of Timmins, the oh, we're being we're paying for a broad uh, stroke there, but uh, say that we're more of a logger town. Uh, that and this one was a it was a pale ale, but it was very approachable, very easy drinking, which I think was easy. It was smart to get individuals who are more used to a logger into drinking some of these craft beers because when something is easy drinking, you can drink a lot exactly, and then you make a lot of money exactly. Yeah, see, 
Smart so, man. Out of you, he's Trump. a smart man. He's a smart man that that uh, John. Yeah. That Donald so, Trump. We are we are totally going to be coming uh, to do something a uh, uh, live. Uh, on location one with uh, John, which uh, I do got to say before we get to the other ones, I I think that when we did do the live one with uh, Mr. Belanger during the election, yes, I think we we should probably look at maybe doing more of them. Just when we do the the episode, we'll originally do it live. Mm-hmm. This way, you know, I really enjoyed having to talk back with the people who were listening. Yeah, people send us questions. They're they're playing. They're you know joining in. Uh, you know, we can. I think we say, hey, you know, we're starting this at eight thirty. We'll start streaming on YouTube at eight thirty or eight o'clock. And just start doing it wherever we are. And I think it'd be something, it could be something fun. And people, you know, this way we can have people, like, if we want questions, we can ask questions. Yeah. And I think it just wait, that could be a regular thing. I think that's something we should look at. I think that was, you know what, that's a really good idea because that was our first foray in the kind of, um, uh, you know, live streaming. And we did it. We did it through YouTube. And the one thing that I will promise everybody who's a subscriber on YouTube is I promise you to not send you the night before a <laughs> test feed of me sitting in my <laughs> sitting you in the jerking bed, off in your bed, bed by yourself bed, bare chested with the laptop just you know feeding light onto me on it was me. like a, a chat roulette bring a video like, hmm i need to make this work oh wait a minute yeah, probably shouldn't have done that. Stop. How do I stop this? I do, I do stop, stop. The click. screenshot that was sent to me was awesome. I was so happy about uh, it. Somebody should find that and post yeah. it on our page. Well, that was good. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I totally say uh, uh, we should do that again. And I think that should be a regular thing. This way we can have if people want to call in or do whatever. I think that'd be a way to do it. Call in. Well, not that it would, you know, if we, we could set it up like that, but be also people just send us messages on there. We, yeah. You know, uh, and I think it'd be. Uh, we can be pretty engaging and actually have, you know, uh, if we have individuals like the mayor or, you know, future le- party leader of the NDP, Charlie Angus, on, people can ask them questions real time. And, you know, I think it'd be kind of fun. And it wouldn't just yeah. be us. So we, we couldn't get the, the argument that we're just, uh, you know, sucking ass of some of these uh, uh, politicians, these progressive politicians. And we can have other people give their opinion or, or ask their questions. Yeah, that's that's a really good idea, Jay. And uh, I think uh, I I definitely like to do a live one again, um, especially on location. The location ones yep. uh, that that'd be a neat thing to try out. Yep. So, uh, so before look for more of that. So we also sat down with uh, local successful businesswoman and local politician Noel Ronaldo, where we had uh, the Gold Lager Ale from Big Rig Brewery out of uh, Ottawa. Wait, we have a few from Ottawa now. Yeah. Uh, Seems like there's a bit of a concentration, eh? Of, yeah, uh, of the of breweries, like these these small breweries. I just know. think it's it's you know where the type of, where the, that demographic is. You know, you have a very young population in Ottawa. You think about the students there, college town, college town. It's it, it works, it works. Mm-hmm. But uh, I gotta say, right now, and I said it before, I've said to many people, uh, this uh, interview with Noella was by far my favorite. Mm. I thought it was the most. I, I thought we people th- would assume it was going to be this. Uh, this blow ass, you know, just uh, blow su- ass. Super, you know, everyone, no, just like everyone, like blowing hot air up her ass, talking about uh, you know, yeah. oh, this, pro- you know, try to be this and that, progressive women in politics. I think it was actually it was it was super super in depth. I thought uh, her her ac- her business acumen, her business ideas, mm. and her her just her history about it was very interesting. I thought it was super fun. And then when we uh, then when she you know loosened up a bit more with the beer, uh, she she started talking, and I thought it was uh, it was great when she started talking about you know the political side of it. When she had a couple of beers, I think it was uh, it was very 
telling and it was actually very good i thought it was it, it was she was open and receptive to any of our questions and i thought it was awesome it was oh, by far my favorite absolutely if there's one theme that that's happened with with our guests here is um i think when we started this we were anticipating a lot more um short discussions prior to recording yeah. saying okay guys we're like i prefer not to talk about this not talk about this none. there has been none, none of that everybody has been absolutely 100 percent open and transparent about everything and uh, to me it's kind of restored my faith in well i mean when it comes to local politicians uh i I always kind of assumed that they had a little bit more leeway with regards to being, you know, more open with their views and that. Yeah. There's the consequences and aren't as dire. Yeah, they're, they're not being whipped by a party. Exactly, sort of exactly. But when when we had like Charlie Angus on, like he he sat here for an hour and just talked to us, like just a dude, you yeah. know, and um, he talked to us very passionately about the things that he felt were important. Um, you know, we we don't have to agree with everything that that he says, but just the fact that he was he it wasn't a political game to come sit here, yeah. mind you. Um, uh, maybe they're also considering how many people are watching this, <laughs> which we have a growing viewership. Absolutely, that's all. So, <laughs> I, I think one thing is interesting is that uh, you know people are open to say whatever they want and are not mm-hmm. afraid to say anything. Uh, where was I going with this? You know, I might have lost my train of thought there. Sorry for uh, talking so long. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, we don't always agree. Uh, we might not always agree with people uh, per se politically or or kind of some of their ideologies. Uh, but, like, even someone who's, I would argue, you know, like, I'm, I'm a bit to, to progressive, a bit to the left a bit uh, when it comes to social Hippie. issues and progressive issues. Uh you know, but you know, economically, I, I'll, I'll tell you now. Hey, I'm I took accounting in the university. You know, like <laughs> I I am a capitalist. Uh, you know, through and through, I think money is the way to go, uh, and business is the way to do it. Uh, so, like, some people might have ideas that don't agree with me, or, or I, I might not agree with them. But like, they're where they're coming from with those things, I completely agree with. Even guys with like the you know the TTA, I agree with a lot of what they're doing. I just some of the methods they're doing it, or some of the things they're you know that they're picking like oh you know that you want to lower ta- tax rates okay you know i think there's a way to do it i don't think the way you're do- you're going about it is the right way like i'm not a uh, cut and slash type of slash and burn whatever you want to call it i'm more of the hey let's di- diversify and grow the economy in order to lessen the tax mm-hmm. burden per mm-hmm. person instead of let's just get rid of everything and essentially i find it's stuff like that is like let's quit and give up and you know, roll up, roll up shop now, and we're done. You know, oh, we don't have to pay any taxes because we have no services. Uh, it's stuff like that. Like so, like even with with, with the mayor, I didn't, agree, I don't agree with all this stuff. But the idea of a lot of it, I do not disagree with. I don't disagree with you know bringing in new things for this, the community, trying new things. I I say let's go for it, let's try it. I'm and mm-hmm. you know maybe I'm a bit of a gambler. I want to, I'll try something. Uh, do I agree with some of the some of the ways and the avenues he's going by it? Maybe not. Well, I, and I think that's uh, this is really pertinent right now because, uh, especially with the phenomenon that's been Donald Trump over the past, you know, Donald who? Sorry. Oh, you haven't heard? No. Oh, where where you've been? Where have you been living for the past? Months? Well, I was literally coming back from the moon. Oh, it's, it's like a couple months travel. Well, we got to so. fill you in. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're saying Donald Trump? It 
his TV show got canceled? Uh, n- well, I mean, he's not going to be participating in a TV oh, show. He must have said something pretty bad. Probably, he must, like, he must have said something pretty inflammatory to get get loose his TV show, right? Well, he said a lot of inflammatory things. Oh, well, they okay, didn't really I can see ta- that. They didn't really take him off TV. He kind of took himself off TV, and well, not off TV, but off of his TV show. Okay, and um, he, he took a new job, like like janitorial services. Uh, well, well, it's a job. Oh, you know, he's a business guy, he- like hedge fund managing type thing. No, he, he's actually uh, going to have this job for the next four years. Um, That's weird. I don't know if you've heard of it, but president of the United States. Okay, I, you you might be speaking out of turn. Uh, I'm not sure if you know what the United States are. That's like uh, the that's the essentially oh. the leader of the free world. It's a country, it's, you know, pretty popular. There's no way he's uh, he's not leading that. So you're like what? United States was like a, a, another TV show. Oh, oh, no, no, the country. Okay, well, country. I'm going to go back to Mars now. <laughs> See you later. That was, that was a pretty bad uh, improv? Attempt, attempt at improv, but we tried. Whatever, yes, like and. Like See, it. at least yes, now we're and. not saying no but. No but. <laughs> we're getting better at this, folks. All right, so we're going to keep going down our uh, our year-end oh, review on uh, stuff. Uh, and that was volume seven from the wall, actually. So the number six, can you guess who number six was? Because I don't remember. I have a feeling it might have been Mr. Daly. Uh, Ryan Daly. Daly. Yeah, Yeah, it was. And you know what? Uh, Super fun. At the time, I didn't, uh, I hardly knew Ryan Daly from a hole in the wall. From a hole in the wall. Yeah, he would just. (laughs) A voice on the radio. No, no, I'm talking about a glory hole. I didn't, (laughs) that's all I knew him from. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. And what side of the hole, I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) Uh, it's for you to guess. I'll let you uh, start this one off. What do you think about that one? You know Where what? we drank Atomic Smashbomb IPA from Flying Monkeys. Yeah, Crapper. that's the Dallas Green Beer. Is that? Uh... I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Flying Monkeys. Yeah, and um, we had, we had a good time with Daily. Um, I've known Daily for a little while now, and uh, the the dude's just solid for Timmons mm-hmm. in general. Like even. Uh, I, I think he's got the absolute perfect job for him, <laughs> being a radio DJ and uh, everything that that he's done in support of our music community, uh, the arts community, and even just the community in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the charitable stuff that he's been doing. I, I honestly like it's just uh, it, it was a real treat to have him on the podcast. If anybody hasn't listened to that one, um, it, I, I know it kind of flew a little bit under the radar. Ah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he was a good time. Um, I actually ended up going to a show that night and running into him there. So, uh, no, uh, we, we had a good time with him. Good discussion. Again, this was around the time that there was the, the kind of headbutting going on at uh, yeah. city hall and, and he, obviously he's, he's part of the local media, right? Uh, which I think some people <laughs> were quick to lump us into the local media, Propaganda arm Bring for City Hall. Lamestream media. Let me just make that very clear as a bit of a tangent here. We are not the media at all. We're two idiots sitting in a basement talking into microphones, and some people will listen, might get a bit of a chuckle. I think most people will laugh at the naivete of our positions. You know, any educated yeah. person, any there's probably a million people who can speak to this stuff uh, better than us, and that's why we like to invite them here to yeah. talk to us. You know, we're, we're people who like to get educated. So, um, I mean, to rely on us to provide you guys with any kind of inside scoops—that's a f- 
like you're barking up the wrong tree there. So um, we're we're just having and fun with this. We're not here to do you know the gotcha media, the gotcha you know <laughs> journalism. Uh, Alice, Sarah Palin. Uh, we're just here to have some beers and, and chat and let you know it's an it's an open form, long form podcast. Where guess what? You have your you can talk whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Go for it. I'm not here to say you're completely wrong. Fuck you. You're just here to chat. Do what you want. And uh, that's the thing I think some people have to understand. We're not here to push a certain agenda. We're just here to hear what your side of that agenda might be. And just go for it. Uh, I, I, you know, but I got to say uh, uh, Daily was uh, was fun. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to have uh, a, a proper broadcaster on. To, True. Uh, he had the a, radio voice exactly. down. Exactly. And now, you know, we were trying to, you know, now we've been trying to imitate him as as we've been going uh is it that obvious <laughs> but no i really enjoyed it i thought it was great uh i i would totally have him back and anytime anytime mm-hmm. this is free uh for sure just so friend <laughs> of the program we just, should give him a vip line we should just so when people uh I, I like the idea that people tell him that oh you know you should check out this podcast and or <laughs> i remember oh i know you you're from this podcast when he has his own show which is awesome <laughs> So, before, uh, uh, yeah, but that just comes from us like living here. Forever. Exactly, exactly. That's all. So uh, the next part uh, or the next uh, podcast we had was uh, well, we had two in a row. Uh, I two don't in know, a row. I think we had with uh, Mister John Core. I don't know what yes. we drank for either, but we did drink some something with the last uh, with two of them, or the, during the two of them. Uh, but no, that was that was super fun. I you know we talked about it real quick. It gave us an, an insight to. Uh, uh, the acting uh, world and industry, and it was neat to see someone in Timmins actually kind of uh, uh, doing well and progressing in such in that type of industry that uh, usually you would assume someone from a small town like this would uh, do well in. You know what? Uh, it, it almost seems like we purposely went to HD after John Core was here. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't want to look so ugly. Well, it's because he's a very look, good-looking man, you know, so uh, we, we we were using um, shitty SD cameras. Before we went with the great white uh, technologies uh, HD camera. Yeah, you know what? That's something we should definitely note for um, until we kind of got ourselves set up and had our shit to, got our shit together. Uh, we were supported uh, with our HD capabilities uh, from great white north uh, technology consulting uh great firm in town friend of ours and um yeah they they were nice enough to kind of lend us some some camera equipment to be able to uh film our podcast so you guys could see our ugly mugs but uh yeah shout out to them uh go give their page a like and send them some business if you have anything applicable uh, what did we do before John Core? John Core. Before that, we did Mr. John K. Oh, I was going to say, this is before we were actually able to get guests on? Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we we had John K, and that that was, you know what? That was probably our first, like, hit. There. Yeah. That's when, when, when people actually came to listen to it, because, you know, John's a bit of a character in the community, and... Um, what he's got going on at the working class is huge. I'm I'm a huge fan of that. Yep. I'm, I I don't get the opportunity to go out frequently enough. Um, one day I'll be able to go out to everything like I used to, but uh, at this point with children, it, it makes things kind of difficult. But I'm glad to talk uh, with him and about him and everything they're doing over there at the working class uh, for hours and hours and hours on end. So uh, I'd love to have... John, uh, back on the podcast. Um, I mean, 
they they had a huge event this year with uh, Heart of Gold Fest yep. and uh, the success of that and the fact that they were able to pull off an independent music festival uh, two day thing or three day thing actually in um, in Timmins. Uh, spread across two venues that had just great bands and in really intimate settings. I uh, was we were lucky enough uh, LaForge to play there and we had a great time. Uh, it, was, it was a really really cool thing. So I mean I'm hoping that that's coming back this year. And uh, if uh, it is in fact coming back, John, come talk to us about Absolutely. it. We will give you all the time in the world to to kind of. Build that thing up, you know. We'll give you your soapbox. Sure. Uh, so before Mr. Kaye, we had another John, uh, which uh, who's appeared uh, uh, unfortunately several John's times, and actually is fuck has that filled, guy who's filled in for for yourself uh, a few times, <laughs> a few times, yes. Uh, and you don't who knows he might fill in even before the end of the year. You never know. Uh, yeah, good point. So uh, Mr. John Blanche. So we had him on a second one. Uh, that that was fun, of course, before we can actually get real real guests. <laughs> uh, big time before we get any guests, really. We had we had just a local uh, transient. Uh, John, you know, John's been been great. I'm happy he's uh, he's helping out. Uh, he's we've kind of made it a quasi producer somewhat on this. Sure. I'm not sure what we made him. He, all, all the shit that you guys see on the the header of our Facebook yeah. page, any kind of visual graphics, uh, like our or our, our logo, our logo, our little like kind of picture with the 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 beer beer and stuff like that's that's all his work he's a he's a really great uh graphic artist and uh, i mean he's done our artwork on our laforge albums yep so uh, and it's it's been nothing but a pleasure to work with him um even though we kind of give him a bit of a hard time whenever he's here I just get because he gets so okay, I, riled up about shit, right? So I lived. I, I was. We were college roommates. Uh, you know, high school friends, uh, best friends. I guess kind of gay. Uh, oh, yeah, so gay. So we, gay. We were gay together. That's so it. I'm, I'm not. It's not that it was gay. We were gay no, together for for a period of time. Yes. We were gay together. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, you know, always got along with him. Uh, it's hilarious. Some of the stuff he's done. I think he's actually super talented. Uh, which I don't think he gives himself enough credit for. And actually, Mr. Uh, Kaye, uh, Kaye, uh, Kaye uh, mentioned it that uh, you know he had some friends in town who were super talented and wished they did more. He was at, he was talking about John Belanger. Mm-hmm. Uh I think the guy can has a lot of potential and actually should uh, uh, try to do something with it. <laughs> Hear that, John? Hear uh, that? So yeah, uh, I seldomly give him any any props or any uh, uh, you know uh, thanks or credit for anything. But he actually is a uh, very talented. I, I gotta say. Uh, being part of the uh, film society, uh, bringing him on uh, w- with me was, uh, I think it was a super good idea on my part. Tap on the back, Jason. Oh, shit. Uh, but uh, no, he's, he's what helped. we're going to be doing now. He's, uh, he's helped immensely. And I got to say, like, without him on there, it would, uh, it would be a, a, a difficult endeavor. Uh, but, uh, you know, because it, it was, I got to honestly say, because of the two of us now, like that, that uh, nonprofit community group is doing gangbusters. It's ludicrous how well we've been doing, and uh, a lot of it has to do for uh, with uh, with John. Yeah. Of course, I'm the face of the place because you got to put the oh, you got to put the good looking exactly. guy up front, right? Yeah, no, you guys have been uh, been doing really good work with the Timmins Film Society, and if anybody hasn't checked them them out, I know we plug them all the time yep. here on the podcast, and um, we're happy to do so. They're they're kind of a unofficial partner, I guess, of this program, and uh, no, it, it's cool to see anything culture oriented yeah. around Timmins and I mean uh, me and my wife went to see the um, the last showing you guys had of uh, 
Two Lovers and a Bear. Actually, Actually it wasn't the last one, was right? last one. We yeah. just had one. But anyway, Two Lovers Kay. was awesome. The last one, I wanted to talk to you about this. You had Sing Street, right? Yeah. Great fucking movie. Amazing. I watched that. Yeah. And you know what? No disrespect to whoever made Two Lovers and a Bear. Not my thing. <laughs> I, I didn't say, understand it. I, Sorry. I, even though Mr. Jonathan Belanger was in it. Yeah. I, uh, but was he really? <laughs> <laughs> which was hilarious and I'm going to go off topic now I was going to say that uh, I also wasn't a, uh, I wasn't super sold on Two Lovers Bear it, that was artistically kind of interesting but I think it was an arts movie uh, Sing Street badass awesome I think it was a great movie fuck yeah uh, you guys haven't, if you haven't seen Sing Street yet go check it out and Sing S-I-N-G not uh, Sing as in like a Sikh uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I gotta say uh, where was I going with this now I made, I made myself laugh <laughs> You want to talk about the film society uh, and film society. Uh, two lovers and a bear? Two lovers and a bear was great. Uh, I forgot. What <laughs> was I was it really that great, Jay? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, I kept I kept texting Jay throughout oh. the, the showing about it being like a, uh, I didn't realize that Rogue One was going to be so shitty and, and take <laughs> was, place this, on Hoth. This was on Hoth. What? <laughs> I got I I know what I want to say now. It's uh, what I was surprised about, and I I've been told this, and now I I understand. I think I understand a bit more. Is you saw John Core. He's not a big guy. Nope. In his movies, he's like the big buff dude. Like he's kind of tall. He's pretty jacked. He's pretty jacked, but like you, you wouldn't see him downtown and be like, "Oh, there's a big guy walking by you." He no, just, he's like, he's average. like what five nine? Yeah, or five, I would say, give him a five ten, five eleven. Sure. Uh, you know, five eleven and a half. Anytime when someone says anything and a half, you take an inch and a half off. So like, if I walk around, I'm like, oh, I'm like five nine and a half. You're like, oh, yeah, you're like five eleven, five five six. Like, does that work for dicks? Oh, way smaller too. Oh. <laughs> Please. Way smaller. Nine and a half. Yeah. Yeah, oh, like so three. you mean like three? So it's micro. <laughs> uh, but I got to say, like, then I, I'm, so I realized, and, I, and I, I recall, it's like, who are all the guys who were in drama when you were growing up? They were like just wiener kids. They were not big people. And then there was a scene with, ass, with John in the background dancing to Lover and the Bear. I, when I, second time I saw the movie and I saw him in the background, I was like, oh, John looks kind of big in this okay. it's not that he's putting on weight john's like 120 pounds soaking wet it's that everyone else was tiny people he's and he's a taller guy too he's a, little like he's a little a little taller yeah yeah but it's like he looks big the magic of film right i know you just want well, you put yourself next to little, tiny little wiener kids you i wonder if cute. i could be like brock lesnar you might in movies <laughs> i i could play brock lesnar in his biopic <laughs> uh, oh man or no brock lesnar play you in your biopic what One kind of other. camera magic you have to work there? <laughs> uh, but next to that, uh, so that was our that was one of our first ones with with John Belanger. Awesome. Uh, that, that was volume and two. That was right? volume two. So number one yeah. was just the two of us, uh, which we are now doing again. <laughs> uh, super sad. I'm gonna assume. Okay, or sorry, not assume, but hope that this volume fifteen is better than volume one. Less, is more well, entertaining. So. Is more entertaining than volume one. Like I'm pretty sure we spent a good amount of time in volume one talking about fucking virtual reality porn. Which hey, I'm still an adamant supporter of it. Completely awesome. valid topic of conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> oh so yeah it's that been was, a good yeah. it's been a good fifteen weeks, been a good run. Uh a lot of stuff has happened since then uh obviously a huge uh u.s election bunch of world events uh i know and and not that we're not worldly people and care about uh you know worldly events but um i think we we spend a lot of time focusing on on local stuff um yeah 
And and honestly, I feel like it's probably because of our audience. Yeah. The people who are checking out our stuff, uh, mostly mostly local people, people who catch it on the Timmins Ontario page. Um, I'm glad to see that other people are making fun of that, yeah. by the way. Uh, Rick Lemieux uh, yep. stealing our bit from our podcast. <laughs> All the negativity on there. And, okay, I, I'm not, we're not going to harp on this too much, but. Uh, or will we? we? <laughs> no, no, not too much. But we went, uh, Jay and I attended uh, the Drop the Mic oh, yeah. comedy oh, event yeah. uh, last week. Which we promoted on this uh, podcast. Absolutely, we did. And, and in the last podcast that they did with Rick, um, unfortunately, I wasn't there and. I, I feel like I would have had a good time yeah. speaking with Rick. It sounds like you guys had a lot of fun. But anyways, we went to the event. Uh, it was awesome, by the way. friend of ours, Adam McIver, won one of the three finalists' yeah. uh, positions, I guess. They're yeah. gonna... Or the three, the th- one of the three winners. So the, yeah. uh, so the way it worked is that uh, they had 10 uh, uh, amateurs uh, do a five-minute set, five to seven minutes. I think some of them went longer, some of them went a little shorter. But essentially, they're all kind of in the same range. Uh, and the three uh, judged best uh, uh, amateurs uh, got to win to go to a second round, which I, I'm assuming will be a longer set, which I don't know McCaffrey will want to kill me about. Oh, man. Uh, Do they have to do 15 minutes? I don't know. It, it must be longer. Uh, so they go to another set at the, I believe it's going to be at the, was it the Donny Club on January yeah. 28th? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I would say, hey, if you guys get tickets, go Go to it. It'd be awesome. Let's have uh, McIver on before yes, he goes and does yeah, that. We'll do that. We'd for love sure. to have for him sure. on. That'd be great. So it was great. Uh, I think, you know, the only issue with the place, I think it was a little issue of, of sound. Uh, cause yeah, it's some not people really, you couldn't understand very well. You couldn't right? hear or understand. Uh, but, you yeah. know, I think uh, the three who, who won were, were very good. I do say uh, I thought uh, Mr. Adam McKay, who actually would, wouldn't mind to have on the podcast, uh, he actually did uh, – he, he did not win, but I do think he actually did a very good job. I actually really enjoyed – his uh, his humor, yeah, uh, it was you know funny. It was well calculated, yeah. right? Yeah, like was, like you could tell there was there was it was some, written, it was good. He did a good job of getting his jokes like, to work out. And, and I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of stand up comedy, not a practitioner of it. Um, oh, I know, uh, yeah, I can well, tell. I, I stand here, but I don't do comedy, evidently. Um, and I I thought he set up his jokes really well, and uh, it had a good flow to it. Yeah. The only part I thought was a little funny is when he talked about tasting his dad's jizz. It was just hilarious. You know, we're going to push the line, right? Yeah, you know, it was good. Got to push the line. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I did enjoy, I did enjoy his, uh, his stand-up. I hope, uh, I hope that he continues with it. And you're right about uh, having him on the podcast. That's, I mean, add that to that list. That'd be, yeah. He'd be a great podcast guest. Uh, he's a local filmmaker, and uh, I think, like, I don't know if he's, I don't think he's actually. Uh, I think he's done working on one of his or done the the casting. Well, he did one, filming. and he's he's doing another. I'm not sure. About I don't know if he's still or, working into it, but, but you know, if he needs a couple extra actors, you know, like you know, we have two well, uh, experience. Is it not supposed to be a night in Timmins? This is pretty much a night in my basement. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this and is it a night in Timmins? Is that a play on a night in Paris <laughs> with the porno with Paris Hilton? I don't know. Anyways, Jay, Jay what are you watching these days? <laughs> Jesus. You porn? <laughs> what else? Uh, no, I don't that, have kids. I can do that as much as I want. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but that's uh, no. He, that's a that's a good idea to have uh, to have him on. Uh, I mean, as long as he's willing to, to come yeah. on and and uh, promote his stuff, it, it's, it's a good venue for that. We'll get him. On. Um, 
other than that, you know, what else, what else has happened? Kind of. Oh, sorry. This is what I. The point I was kind of getting at is uh, Rick uh, emceed the yeah. the the comedy night, and he got into his his joke about the Timmins Ontario page, and he said, and then he said, "Oh, there's so much negativity on it," and I would have loved for him to just dig a little more into that. And then he said something about the hometown hockey. And and I don't want to give away his whole act or whatever, but he, he made a joke about what happened at the Rock game. And there was an an issue or, or um, uh, I guess, an incident yeah. with uh, Todd Lever and being kicked out and so on. Uh, you know, that's not that's not something for us to kind of comment too much on. But he well, just why not? Kinda, we can we can about he, it. Well, of course, but but he just kind of like alluded to it, and everybody laughed. And then he said. That's all I'll say about that. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. Like, you, you could have totally dug your heels oh, into cool. that. And and I guess, you know. Well, it's either to make a political statement. It, but like, yeah, but it's not even about making a political statement. I, I think there was just, uh, there's there might be some underlying issues there. there might be, yeah. and, and, Play safe. And I mean, yeah. He, he doesn't want to come off as an but, asshole uh, or, or be an asshole. So. I got to say that the McIvers... Uh, appearance was was awesome. I, I loved it. Uh, <laughs> We've I known this guy for a long for time, a, a very and, long time. Which, yeah. if we have an on, we're supposed to we're supposed to play a clip from uh, a a hockey film. One of us might have or videos. I might have it somewhere. Okay. Well, we know we can't actually we show can't anything it. on the we, on we a big might screen. To, we might have to work it out because it's like ten seconds of gold. Got uh, it. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, where I think Adam put somebody in the hospital, perhaps <laughs> close to. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it was fant- it was really good. Uh, I think his best part is essentially when he was uh, just raw and un just just improvised because when his mic died, <laughs> yeah. he had the whole place rolling because oh, he was going on, man. and that's that's the kind of humor that that that's what makes Adam funny is, is actually mm-hmm. his his wittiness and ability on his feet because he mm-hmm. can go on with that. Uh, his jokes were still great, uh, and I told him I'm not sure about the voice. I know he had a voice. Which, but the thing is, Adam has a voice. When he talks, when he jokes around and kids around, he does the, the kind of the high pitch kind of yeah type of type well, of. Well, I think voice. this goes back to the sound issue. Right? Yeah, but like I think if, the, it didn't work with the sound, yeah. which I think. And I told him, like, I think I'd cut it back because most places you're going to go aren't going to be really uh, properly cued to have a good sound. Like you mm. know, a place like the Club One Forty Seven is not a place for that. The Don Club won't be a place for that. Uh, I, so I do think you have to cut it back to a degree, not lose that because that is your thing. Uh, but you have to cut it back. And I uh, talked to him about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he took it well. He said, fuck off. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not sure that was a good or bad. Fuck off's my act. <laughs> but uh, I think he understood. Uh, no, but it was awesome. I, I loved it. And I think uh, uh, it was it was a great night. And actually, <laughs> we were the last ones to leave. <laughs> We're really? always the last ones to leave. People are people are coming in to start the the finger banging the on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Typical night at Club One Forty Seven. Uh, so no, it was uh, it was no, it was fun. I think it would be great, and I you know, I totally want him to have him back on uh, before the uh, next show. I think it'd be something that we can have a, a lot of fun in. Uh, you know, yeah, we fun. can we can make him more nervous. Exactly. <laughs> Which he now hates me for because like he did not know that if you won you go to the next round, so he got he was a little pissed. So anybody who doesn't know who Adam McIver is, go to our Facebook page. There's a really nice headshot of him from there. like 15 years. Ago. Remember that face. <laughs> Remember that face. That's not what he looks like. You know what? Just draw a mustache on that one. He's probably about right. So you know what? Remember that face. It's gonna be on billboards someday. 
Am sort I of, making a pretty like an Amber Alert look of this kid, <laughs> this guy just a little kid type of billboard? <laughs> Ah, fantastic. Oh, I make myself laugh sometimes. I should be on this stand-up you, shit. You should do a fucking stand-up comedy show. That, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, oh, God. Okay. So but, uh, Actually, you know what? Uh, you know, now we're, let's, we've gone over all the shows. I think it was awesome. Check them out. Go go back. Which if you haven't heard, go back. And I have still people telling me when we're at the show. Watch the reruns. Telling me, yeah, telling me that they would. They just start listening to them, and they're, they're listening to them on the drive up from from where, Southern Ontario, just so they can get. Uh, you know, and this is how they get news mm-hmm. and a bit of uh, stay in touch with the local area. Uh, not that we're, we want to just have a local. We wouldn't mind to be, you know, just talk about anything. But hey, who cares? It's who we're going to get. Who we're going to get. And I think it's 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 doing well. Uh, but you know, you said one thing about uh, we're not going to get into it about. Uh, uh, Lever's incident at the uh, at the junior uh, Jeez, hockey game. Taking a left turn here. No, I'm going to le- left turn. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for. Uh, I you know I I it's not that I'm going to talk about what he did and because you know there there are questions that might was there mental health issues or are there uh, I'll you know what that that could be a legitimate point and uh, that's why I'm not going to say you no. Know, obviously, what he did was was you know was newsworthy and the individuals who are going crazy say we shouldn't be talking about this. Uh, this is, you know, their mental health issue. Okay, yeah, you, you say the mental health issue, so we can reserve judgment on this. Okay, well, but first before still, before it, we no, no, we no, kind of no no, 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 it's just because uh, to give to give people background, okay. yeah, and I mean like uh, there's a lot of people there, but um, I, I guess to kind of put the context or put something some context around this is that um, I guess what had happened is there were, uh, he he was kind of getting a little unruly at the uh, mm-hmm. the rock game and had climbed up onto the boards and you know screamed at some players um, and that became and, and and I guess he was asked to leave wouldn't leave and then the cops came and the the yeah. they and it uh, was really they escorted him people? out yeah it, you know the, there was a lot of that kind of going on the the camera phones come out when something yeah. like that goes on and he's a prominent guy in yes. the community you know he's a very public figure uh he, he ran for mayor he ran for uh the, MP. for mp um he, he's a lawyer in town and uh i mean by all accounts i, I mean i i can't say i've actually met him but i've been in his presence and he's never seemed like that kind yep. of guy he's always been a very it seemed like a very reasonable measured guy yep. you yep. know very measured guy yep. so that it seemed out of character and um i think kind of the internet went a bit crazy it has since calmed down a little bit yes. um yeah. and I'm glad to see it i think uh this kind of stuff usually when it gets on the internet it gets some legs and people yeah. just like run, run away with it um, I had initially felt like he he would have sunk his whole public profile doing this, but I, I think people are willing to give a guy like that a, cre- a chance. Yeah. You know? And I'm I'm 100 for that. Give give him a chance. Uh, if there was a uh, a mental issue or a a, uh, a health issue, okay, something uh, going on, might you know? get it. Uh, even you know, even if it was a uh, it was a, a substance abuse issue, like drinking. You know, there, there's is that a forgivable uh, uh, thing to have an outburst like that? Hey, who knows? Uh, you know, the argument could be made either or. Uh, the thing that I have issue with, and it's not what you know, uh, you know, you have issue with what he did or whatever. And that's not what I want to bring up. Is that individuals then believe that uh, our local papers uh, and media was uh, were out to get him and out to kind of slander him because you know, like he's been a vocal critique of. Of the mayor, oh, of the mayor, yeah. and even the the media saying that they're not uh, you know, discussing about the mayor enough or local politics. 
Uh, suddenly they start saying, uh, you know, these guys are attacking him and they shouldn't be talking about this, blah, blah, blah. This is a news event. This was a local news thing, uh, regional news, really. Uh, the mm-hmm. guy was a, a, mm-hmm. a liberal candidate, and this yeah. happens. Regardless of, how, of why it happened, it happened. So the idea that this uh, should be uh, should this be discussed uh, in, the in news, form. in public form, yes or no? You know what? It, it, yes, Absolutely. it should be discussed. It be. And you know what? If you're going to say that you know, if there is a, a mental health issue, this should be a platform to discuss mental health issue. It shouldn't be thinking, well, we shouldn't talk about this with mental health issue. Get rid of it. Walk away. No. Is you, keep, you, you can use this as a platform to talk about that. Yeah. And that's, that's where I think like, you know, people just – and I think it kind of it, – it was, it was telling because you saw some political lines of people mm. because some people who did support him or are pushing or, or, or agree with some of the, the, the uh, platforms he's pushing were coming out defending him, saying we shouldn't talk about this. It might be a mental health issue. I don't know if it was because they're afraid this would hurt their point of views as well because they shared a point of view. Uh, but I just think that, like, you know, you can't then attack the media for talking about this and, and, and discussing it in a public forum because it happened in a public forum with a public figure. Well, there was, and uh, there was, well, one, there's there's kind of a lot to unpack there, but the the first part of it, the fact that this happened to a public figure. This is somebody who's been a very public person. Um, the idea that people get kicked out of bars and public venues yeah. for being too drunk or whatever uh, all the time. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Is that something that we should forgive people for? Probably. You know, like if, if a law was broken, they should pay the consequences and so be it. But um, should that follow you for the rest of your life? Personally, the way I see it, probably not. But... Is everybody that forgiving? That's every, everybody has yeah. that 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 opinion, right? But that's why we have laws, and people aren't accountable to everybody individually. Yeah. But when you're a public person and you're trying to win over other people's support for whatever reason, whether it be to you know uh, frequent your business or to vote for you to public office or, or anything like that, um, you know there's going to be consequences to to an event like that, and. Uh, if it's something that was out of his control, then that's that's unfortunate, and and you know, so are you per- to be made? personally, I'm I'm willing to be to to hear out, you know, why why something like that would happen, and and give somebody like that a chance. But um, the what was the other part of the, that you were talking about, like the, this issue that this shouldn't be discussed. A mental you know, health. And, okay, okay be yeah, that this shouldn't be discussed in public. Um, or shouldn't be in the papers. Like, leave this. He's a pu- he's a private citizen, and so on. Yeah. Well, one, he's a public person, so no, it is a newsworthy event. Absolutely. Um, two, whether or not, I think you saw it on both sides of the aisle, right? You saw people who disagreed with his political leanings come out and start harping on, like, oh, look at this guy, look what he's doing. Yep. Yeah, he's always talking about criticizing the mayor and blah 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 blah. So they were quick to harp on him on that side, yep. and then you had the the other. You know, partisan side kind of coming to defense. Oh no, no, no! He's a private citizen. When, this happens to all sorts of people all the time. Blah blah blah. Right. So to me, it was equally ugly on either side. When you know what? Sometimes you got to kind of divide or, or separate the person and whatever kind of behavior they might take from the ideas that they they bring to the table. And like the ideas that Todd Lever brought to the table, I may disagree with a lot of them, but they're worthy of debate. They're not uh, like the guy's not an idiot. No, 
it should be you know, uh, straight out dismissed because you might not absolutely, agree with him. Absolutely. Like he's, he's clearly not a moron. He's a lawyer. He's a well-educated man who has... Um, uh, experience all, in, yeah, in office. Experience in office. He was, yeah, he was a counselor. Yeah. And uh, he has experience in office. He has um, experience with, with the law. And like this... This guy deserves at least his ideas deserve the respect. Does that behavior deserve respect? Well, probably not. You know, like I don't think we would tolerate that from anybody. No. But like sometimes you got to separate the person from the ideas, and um, you know, and debate the ideas. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We we probably <laughs> we we said I, I was like we we should we shouldn't talk about that too much nope. but whatever you know talk about it. hey uh, the thing I think interesting I love to have him on this, good discussion I think this brings up a larger uh, point is that uh, people pick and choose what they want their news stories to be and what what's what's newsworthy oh are we getting into fake news now oh, oh not, you know it can <laughs> no, be part but of that it's, but yeah. it's it's like you know like oh. Uh, this doesn't fit my narrative. I'm not discussing this. Or yeah. if this does fit my narrative, I will discuss this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's uh, it's interesting how people randomly. And I think this more of the point I want to make is people randomly decide uh, what's morally correct to do or ethical to do, uh, depending on what their their point of view is. You know, mm. oh, we shouldn't talk about this because there might be a mental health issue. You never discuss what mental health ever before and you are someone who comes yeah. online and, and will, will voice your opinion about all this shit all the time meanwhile now that there's something that might go against you or might go against your political agenda suddenly you, you have the the, hi, the, the higher ground and you're, you're like no scapegoat. no exactly so, oh well we can't talk about this there's a political there might be a health issue might be a uh, substance or addiction issues uh where were you on this before yeah uh, you know what i'm, I'm all for uh mental health and addiction issues i'm on a, I'm on a goddamn board that that discusses this and, and works in this in the community uh, i'm the chair <laughs> Oh, sorry, I didn't realize I was in the presence of a chairman. But it's just like, it's... Okay, please it's, continue your rant on this. I really have to fucking piss. Oh, I can't talk about myself. <laughs> yeah, please do. All right, I will yell at you some more from here. But I think it's interesting when people suddenly have this, this higher ground that whatever issue comes, if, if something that's against it, if we're going to hear you peeing while we do this, it's going to be hilarious. I'm going to go quiet real quick. Let's hear, let's hear the water. Hit the water break. Oh, I hear it. It sounds frothy. It sounds like a full head of beer, kind of like, you know, nice and frothy and just delicious. Like, you can probably drink it. That's how frothy it looks. Oh, yeah, you hear it. You hear it. You hear it. Oh, that, no, that's super entertaining. People will enjoy this. <laughs> but I do think the people pick, uh, having the moral high ground randomly is, is, uh, is interesting. People will talk about... You know, they won't talk about uh, if there's, uh, let's say, a, a illegal action that happens or act that happens with uh, someone who might be First Nations descent. They won't talk about, well, this person might have uh, substance abuse issues or might have uh, uh, a, a, any mental, psychological issues. No, they're going straight up, oh, this, this native just does this, get rid of them, blah, blah, blah. Like, people will pick their moral issue when it suits their, their need. Uh, they And I, I'm, I'm not sure... If if you understand what I'm trying to say, Corey, you understanding with your with your penis in your hands. <laughs> but I just think it's, it's it's interesting. You know, it's either have have the moral the, the moral argument all the time, or don't just or, or or be considerate of it every time, 
and not or not just pick it when you feel like you know we never have discussions about mental health we never have discussions about this stuff but now now you're you're willing to say it and you're not using it as a discussion mm. you're using it just to walk away and have essentially you're saying a scapegoat i'm going to mention it and walk away because oh you can't touch this anymore this, this argument's done no there's still an argument to be had and the argument might be what can we do for this? and and should someone who might have uh, uh, substance abuse or mental issues or whatever be allowed into a place like public office? Should they be forgiven for an act that they committed either in a public or uh, private setting that might be against the law or against something? That is the question to be had. That is the argument to be had. And the idea that, well, we can't talk about this now because, uh, you know, for X, Y, or Z reason, goodbye. No, that's not what you do. You actually, now that this can be used as a public forum, you start using it. And the, people aren't using it. And that's the problem. And these are the tough questions that we're tackling on Beer and Bullshit. Fucking A. <laughs> Season two. <laughs> uh, no, you make a good point. And, and I, I mean, rambled a bit like, there while you were peeing because no, I didn't uh, yeah. want to hear you pee. And it was kind of weird talking <laughs> to myself, but it was awesome. All right, though. You did good. Um, no, you, you make a really good point. People just kind of, um, they they have their their own kind of mental wiring going on and um i think there's nothing really more satisfying than than seeing somebody who's or meeting somebody who's uh open to having that kind of that wiring changed and um that's 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 a hard thing though like yeah. i'm i i mean you have your own preconceived ideas and that's all that's like a whole um that's a sum of everything you've ever experienced in your life and everything that that just kind of come along with that and uh to think that we're going to sit here in, in like one discussion and just kind of like change somebody's position yeah. completely on on how they view things is different i think it has to come from somebody who who's honest about themselves and honest about their own biases and so on uh and i mean that's that's a challenge that's something that like personally i struggle with right like i i'm told all the time that i'm a very stubborn person i i, I talk um i i have a hard time accepting that somebody else might have a different point of view from mine a, because a very, i always say and you're also a very selfish lover as been told that that very selfish that one i'm very comfortable with yes yeah, well you're comfortable you know? being a selfish yeah, lover. of course absolutely, absolutely. we should all be <laughs> if we were all selfish lovers we'd all be satisfied exactly right <laughs> Anyways, uh, that said, you know that was that was an interesting local event um, that's happened in the little lapse of time that we've had no podcasts. Yep. So I mean, it was worth talking about, and um, I'm glad we did. Uh, it'd be nice to have somebody else to kind of bounce these ideas off. Yeah. Our guest chair is empty tonight, but exactly. it's all right, though. You know what? This today's is guest is you, the listener, <laughs> you folks. But uh, good segue into uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> actually I was going to go with something ridiculous. Segue master, but here. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> no, but uh, you know other other events. Obviously, we and we said we were going to talk about the fireworks festival. You know, we had yeah. the mayor on. We talked about it. Um, to be honest, and and I put a post on Facebook about it that I was a little underwhelmed with the lineup, but I'm, I mean, I'm a heavy music fan. Uh, the lineup is not for people like me, uh, but like, you can't argue that there's, these are big name acts yes. that are coming. To and towns. I am not a country music fan. Uh, the headliner really? is, you look like you are. <laughs> the headliner is a country music. I would say superstar, uh, you know, superstar. 
like I get, someone who's been on Fallon, on Leno, on all these other like late night shows over the years. Uh, I would say country music superstar, uh, sure, huge name. Uh, I do not discount the, the the draw power a name like that can have. Mm-hmm. Let's not just because people aren't into country and might not be running in a uh, circles of country music lovers. Because uh, you'll see this online as people say, "Wow, fuck, no one listens to country. Why the hell would I want to go to this?" I mm, not the, probably not the voice to use because that voice sounds like it'd be a country music lover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, a lot uh, of people listen to country. A lot of people listen to country. like I have scores of friends who listen to country. Country music. I can't stand country music. I literally want to throw up half the time it's on. Depending on what, there's some stuff that's pretty decent. Like if you look at Garth Brooks' band, that's a rock band playing country music. Yeah, there's some actually pretty decent songs. You listen to some stuff. It's it's the rock's songs, just mm-hmm. on country. Yeah. Uh, there's some that are very honky tonk that drive you bloody bananas. Uh, but see, I prefer that kind of country the honky tonk shit. Uh-huh. There, like the uh, that's that's your stuff. Well, I hate this new name, pop uh, shit. Con- Conway Twitty. Con- Conway Twitty. Uh, like so, and some of the new some of this new pop country shit I can't stand. But let's not discount the fact the the draw this. Brings. And some oh, people mention some people huge. mention it, you know, like the Hearts and Boots Festival. Can't stay. I would wouldn't be never dead there. I would shoot myself before I show up. But, but you got your tickets to Stars and Thunder. But there there are people coming to to that shit nonstop, and that draws from everywhere. This will draw people from the, the area. Yeah. We have an an, an, uh, an economic area of one hundred eighteen thousand people. That's what Timmins yeah. is. Okay. You know, we count all the small communities around it that draw to Timmins. One hundred eighteen thousand. You can bring in a lot of those people, and then people from other areas, from Quebec, from wherever else, to come watch that. Just well, on the that proof, show the alone. proof is in the pudding. Yeah, like they've already done what? Like the last reports was what two point seven million. Well, a week and a half sales. ago, who like, knows what it is now? I don't know, but Jesus Christ! Uh, even if it, it's, it's only been two hundred thousand since, it's still you know it, not like discounting any possible funding that this this can going to have because. There's there's a lot of funding for 150 year celebrations from provincial and federal uh, uh, government and agencies. Yeah. This can easily break even and make money now. Uh, now that we, we we've hit that first, you know, we hit that plateau of 2.5 mil. That's going to help. That's I, only local sales essentially. Well, no, I think they they there's opened it up after week, yeah. but I, but I think it was over or I want to say it was over two million in just local yeah. sales. But anyways, um, I think uh, like I don't see this not being a success i mean think of how much fucking booze they're gonna sell at this thing in eight days yeah like that that's all going towards that 3.4 right uh the p or 3.5 but uh the people who are against it i you know i i think some people have come around um to thinking of this logically even if they're against how this came about and saying the city's not, they're not concert promoters and so on, but, uh, or like the whole sole source contract thing. Um, like, I, I think if there's one, like, and again, this is going to go off on a bit of a tangent, and I'm glad this is kind of the forum to, to yeah. do it, just you and I. But, I mean, we had the mayor on here, okay? And you, there's a lot of critiques of Steve Black. Um, I don't particularly find him an excellent public speaker. He's not a that much of a stately person, but a dumb man he is not. 
He he is a very like he knows his numbers. I would have cut it off. Next, I'm going to edit this and just say like <laughs> he is a dumb man and just stop at them and walk away. <laughs> Uh, too bad you don't edit this exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he is not. But I a agree dumb with person. you right now. I agree. It, he I agree. he is not a stupid person. Um, so when it comes to um, putting forward arguments against how this came about, okay. To me, the idea like the sole sourcing of contracts, like the mayor had a great response to that, saying like you can't you can't sole like you can't RFP bands. How like how would that work? You you just put a proposal out there yeah. and and you say, hey bands, who wants to come to Timmins? Right? Yeah, that's, that's not, not how it works. Happen. But but uh, and and I mean I'm sure there there's somebody out there in the community who can speak to how it actually goes down way better than I can. However, it's uh, uh, the the response he had to that critique was was to me adequate. Yeah. You know, basically like. You're not going to put out an RFP for this kind of service, so this this is why you know they went to sole sourcing these contracts. And when it came to fireworks and so on, there to me these these arguments against how the contracts were put into place are flimsy at best. You know, like uh, you would listen to Councillor Dubo and Councillor uh, Cam- Campbell talk about uh, well. There's got to be other providers of fireworks in the, in the province in the country. Like, how? Why are we? Why is this such a sweetheart deal for these guys? They have no risk. Blah blah blah. It's like, to me, your only argument, and it's a valid one, is this should this is not a function of the city of Tim. Yeah. That to me is is a strong argument because. Yeah, it's like I I can understand where you would take that position and some part of me really wants to actually support a position like that. That that's not a function of a of a municipality to put on a paid concert to make money, you know, like that's I have an argument for you later for that and, to to go against it. However, seeing how this has kind of played out, this doesn't look like we're going to lose any money. No. So when you're saying, so it, I, this, I mean, to me, it's like you put on something. I kind of see it in right now. The person who's kind of uh, uh, formed, or my views have kind of conformed to what they kind of predicted was Robert. When we had Robert yeah. Muscle here, yeah. who basically said, "This is going to be a one-time thing. It'll probably be a success. It'll probably either make money or it'll break even, but it's not going to launch an industry in Timmins." No, right. And uh, I, I, I'm kind of coming to that point, you know, in my thinking. And I, I, I you know, a lot of stuff I agree with. Uh, some stuff I do not agree with. Uh, first of all, uh, I do not think that uh, you are a good pot. No, it's going to show me for something. I don't know. Uh, I got to say, you're a terrible podcaster. <laughs> you're a Corey. Terrible podcaster. You are not a broadcaster. Uh, I got to say that. Uh, uh, First, I have one issue when it comes to uh, council, some of the members of council who originally voted against this. Okay? You vote against this, I agree with you. And I'm not going against you yet on an argument you made, but I will be going on one. But I have one issue with, uh, you know, okay, we might have some individuals who were not for this to start off with. All right? Uh, Your concerns have been noted. Your argument has been noted. Your vote has been counted. Mm. Now that we're every subsequent vote related to this event that comes up you vote no against and you keep bringing the fact that we should not be doing this is counterproductive because you might have a good point of view or a good argument 
on this issue for this project or this contract for this thing that you might be able to bring actually a a irrelevant argument to but because you you want and i'm talking about mr campbell and mr dubo because you have this 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 point of view you're you're not moving away and you're afraid that if you suddenly say well you know maybe we should uh when we look about this contract we should look at these people uh you're afraid that you're you're going to be for this thing now and lose maybe your constituency and your your vote uh that's an issue because you are not you're not a functional member of council, and when if you want to be a functional member of council, okay, you understand you're lo- you lost this vote. Now, what can you do to make this better? Now that you lost this vote, you can't just keep voting no against everything. Just for and, and things, I'll tell you right now, people are going to vote yes to go against you just just in spite of what you're saying, even though they might have a they they might agree with an argument you bring up, but now they don't want to bring an argument up about whatever subsequent vote comes to this thing. You, you you're. Essentially, you're you're fucking yourself. You're making yourself. You're yeah. you're, you're not a productive member of council. Like and that's I, an issue. Like I watch pretty much every council meeting. Good <laughs> life. And, and, uh, well, I got fucking kids, man. Like I sit around here on Monday nights and just you know watch TV. I have no argument to make but, after this. No, no, absolutely, yeah. And it, it's not going to take long. But what I'm saying is that uh, they've taken an, or it seems as though like Councillor Campbell and Councillor Du especially Councillor Dubo, have taken um obstructionist positions. Yeah. They've taken positions that that, you know, it's it's just I'm gonna hold a hard line ideological position, which is fine. However, you gotta bear the consequences of that. And the consequences of it, honestly, like I, I and I don't know if this is true, maybe other councillors can kind of enlighten me on this, but it almost seems like whenever one of them starts talking, the rest go they, they might off. as well. Yeah, they they might off. as well be putting their fingers in their ears, because it, la, la, it's just la, like la, 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 this, la, la, guy, this guy's lost all yeah. credibility to me because I like has absolutely no interest in in doing it and, and contributing mm-hmm. to anything that we're exactly that we want to do. Sorry, hit the mic there. <laughs> but uh, to to do anything that or contributing to anything that this council wants to do, yeah. they're they're the dissenting voices, yeah. and you can count reliably on how they will vote on, on which issue. Yeah. So it, to them, it's like okay, you know, they they might as well not even show up. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and uh, and I'm not saying I'm not actually saying they shouldn't show up. They should be there to represent their constituency. But the it, it almost seems like there's. There's really no point in debating. You know, they've yeah. got they've got the numbers. They're going to get what they want through. Yeah. If you want people to come around to your point of view, you can't just sit there and protest vote for four years. Yeah. I mean, I guess what you're banking on is re-election and maybe some of the other people being voted out and people who see your point of view might come view in, be com- coming yeah. in. Um, to me, that's a that's a that's not a pragmatic point of view. No. But maybe you're counting. Maybe there is a fucking Tea Party growing in Timmins. I don't Perhaps. know what the fuck yeah. do I know, right? So. so the other argument I have is you're saying uh, constant promotion is not a a function of municipal government. Yeah. Uh, not, I will not disagree that it is not a function of municipal government uh, as we know it in this in this community. So I'm just saying that. Uh, you can make this that exact. You can say that exact argument, and I'm and maybe I'm wrong. I'm not saying I'm right or this is or isn't. Uh, but you can make that argument about municipal housing. You can say that argument about uh, senior housing. You can say that argument about transit. Transit should be a a private sector endeavor, and if if 
if a company can make money on it, you let the free market take care of it and do it. That should it should not be a uh, a function of government to be offering transportation to anyone. Taxi cabs could do it better and cheaper than what the municipality can do it for. So that argument is, hey, it's not a function. But we decided as a community, we decided as a, we as a populist, we elected officials saying, you know what? Uh, we believe that mm. transportation is a valid service to be used that, yes, we will pay for it. We believe that this, uh, social housing is something that the, the, the municipality should be uh, funding and, and supporting. You know it was downloaded on us. Uh, so we support that this should be done. So if you decide, well, guess what? This industry, X or Y, can be done by the municipality as well. Are the voters the one who decides that this can be done by the municipality or not? So if we say, you know what? Yes, we, should, we, we believe tourism and whatever should be done by the municipality. Let's let them do it. So what is a function? What sets and, and describes a function of, of a government? Yeah. There's nothing. The only thing is well, what we allow it to do and that we vote for it. Well, there, there, are, there are some limitations. Like one, like um, constitutions do limit what governments can do. Tell me what, what, However, tell me what industries, the, the, the Constitution of Canada, the Charter, uh, Section 92, that, that, that describes uh, uh, provincial matters, which then describe municipal. Uh, what, what does it say that we can and cannot do in, in, in concert a, promotion or whatever, yeah. right? Okay, all right. No, no, but what, what and, and you're absolutely right about this. Thank like, you. Okay, we're done. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> good night. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> no, no, you're, you, you do actually make a very good point, and I will concede this to you on a municipal level. Um, I've always said this, you know, I, I consider myself uh, sometimes fairly libertarian, conservative minded, um, and I. Where that falls apart for me is at the municipal level. If there's going to be a government that uh, that has more impact on my life, yeah. it's the municipal government, right? So, you know, we're we can get into a whole discussion about how municipal governments don't have a lot of options for raising revenue, um, like they tax your property and. And that's an imperfect science as well. There are some assumptions made with there. Um, But it's the level of government that has the absolute absolute most day-to-day involvement in your life. Um, So that, to me, is kind of ass-backwards. But uh, you make the point that if we, as a municipality, elect people who are going to, you know... um, promote a concert or or put on this event um, I think the only maybe the argument isn't this is not a function or this is not a legal function of the municipal government or it's more of a this should not be a function of the municipal government in our opinion right So it's a matter of – it really is a matter of opinion and that's the beautiful part of municipal government is it's it's really democracy at work, right? It's like the, the majority of the people vote or whatever system of government you have and in, in the way you, you elect people is you elect your representative to go to council and vote on these initiatives. And it, it really is just that. They're, they're not that there's no limit. Like they're not, they're not able to do certain things that – that they have limits on, but um, as far as you know, 
them as opposed to the provincial level of government or federal level level of government, there's a lot more flexibility at the municipal level for what they can and can't do. You know, what kind of initiatives they can, bylaws they can pass. It's the reason why they can say, you know, a guy who doesn't have his lawn mowed. Like that, you can never see the provincial level of government saying everybody in the province of Ontario has to mow their lawn once a week. That'd be fucking insane. Right, like you, and there's all, and you can think of a whole bunch of cases where people have like acres and acres of land yeah. <laughs> in rural parts that, like, that just wouldn't work, right? So it, it, it makes sense that at the municipal level, you can issue these kinds of ordinances that are specific to certain areas and specific to certain people, right? So, it, yeah, there's a lot more flexibility, and and yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I'm not a fucking lawyer, but. Uh, to me, it doesn't seem like there's any kind of legal or legal case to say the city of Timmins is not allowed to put on a concert like yeah. this. You know, you you can't really make that so argument. My argument would be for people who are for and or against either or it would be the do the elected officials right now have the mandate to do this? So you know, we want to argue about provincially. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the liberal Kathleen uh, win government have the mandate to sell public assets like Hydro One, have the mandate to get into X amount of contracts for whatever energy plants or whatnot, uh, have the mandate to impose uh, you know, different taxation uh, laws on people. Uh, w- was that what they ran on and what they told the people that they were going to be promoting and pushing when they get into office? Or did they just say one thing and do the other? So when it comes to municipally, did individuals like Steve Black, uh, Noel Ronaldo, Mr. Andre Gresla, uh, Andrew Marks, did they get in there and and promote the fact that they would get into this type of thing? We're going to diversify the economy or do whatever by bringing in and taking over these type of, of, mm-hmm. of events um, instead of letting public uh, comp- or private companies do this. We're going to do it publicly. Well, I don't um, remember them. Re- I don't remember Steve Black or any of the Ward 5 councillors yeah. running on a platform to to throw a fucking huge concert. And that's, that's the thing. Is, that, so, I'll, I'll, I'll so, grant that. So, yeah. so, so do they have the mandate for that? The argument would be they might not have the mandate for this. Uh, you know, But the only problem I find with this mandate type of argument falls, and you know, this is, so I'm bringing this up and I'm also shitting on this man, this idea as well, <laughs> is that does that make sense for a four term a four year term? You know, like yeah, you run on whatever mandate, you do whatever you can. In year three and four, you got to make decisions on in doing things that you did not perceive and, and, and view and envision x amount of years ago. So like you know, shit comes up that you know I have no idea what I don't have no mandate on this because this was nothing I ever just thought of, nothing I ever discussed with constituencies beforehand. Uh, this gets brought up in a vote. What do I think of? And I think, once again, that brings you to a point of trusteeship representation, yeah. which, you know what? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm all for Mr. Charlie Angus. I think that we both dis- but we both differed on what trusteeship and populism uh, voting really is about and should be about. Uh, I do think that you, at one point, have to entrust the people that you voted in to make the call based on what you you perceive and think of them and this hey, is a good roundabout because um you know we we sat here and we watched the council meeting with with the TTA going yeah. up and uh uh presenting the council um i took a bit of issue with the tone of that presentation but uh, i mean that's 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 neither here nor there uh 
however, they they were talking a lot about this committee system, right? Having mm-hmm. having people at the table. Now, I can't help but again, just this is just the forcefulness and uh, tone that this group has had. I can't help but wonder how they would feel if people with different political leanings were populating these committees. You know, oh, they don't have the right people on there. Mm. You know, and, and again, I'm I'm speculating. Uh, I'll I'll fully admit that. Um, however, I, I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm a taxpayer. They don't represent me, and I have a deep distrust that they would represent me. Any member of their of them being on a committee uh, to to inform council would be, you know, that that'd be concerning to me. Yeah. It would be concerning to me. And so. Uh, so I mean, th- this idea that we're, you know, should we be having more say? Should we put everything to a fucking referendum, or which is should that be one consensus, consensus built for every single for everything? Uh, no, every absolutely question. not. There's no way. Like there, there's no way we would get anything done. Like we would never, we would never have done the fucking connecting link. That's for fucking yeah. sure. You know, and to be honest, like I, I drive on that. It's fucking nice. Like it's a, it's a nice stretch of road, but, um, w- was it done, uh, appropriately? I, do, do we think that the people who would be appointed to these committees or would know any better yeah. than the engineers they brought in? Like I, I would, I would say one thing about, you know, I, I would say, be careful what you wish for, because, uh, people want to say, you know, well, we should bring in, uh, it should be, you know, the taxpayers should come be, be deciding this thing. We should let this open committee, let anyone be on this committee that they want. You know, you apply for it. First of all, who's going to be picking who actually sits on the committee, blah, blah, blah. But like, say right now, people want to argue about what decision is being made. And you're like, oh, well, who would you ask about this? Well, we had an open forum about this decision. We had a, a working group. We invited people to come up to this thing at 7 o'clock on a Monday. I've been to some of these. I'll tell you now, these things are populated by a certain, usually by a certain political view. And tell you right now, it would not be in the benefit of the t- Taxpayer Association, who usually has a bit more of a, a different uh, political view. So if you have people who want to volunteer and come out to these committees, I believe you would have a heavily uh, uh, populated committee that would be a bit more of the liberal left-wing agenda. Mm-hmm. So you know what? You you asked for this. You might not get what you wanted. Unless you can you can support get the support of your group and the members of your group to go out and actually join these things right away or to apply to get on these things, you actually might, it actually might be worse off for this group. Uh, you know, you know, it's just, like I said, be careful what you want. Yeah. For. Cause, cause honestly, it seems to me like all we've been hearing from them. And, and I mean, I guess that's what comes along with disagreeing with positions of council and, and the mayor is crying foul. Crying foul all the time, like no, no, you're not acting in the interest of taxpayers, and and so on. Well, you know what? They're like these are the people who are elected to make these decisions, and uh, not that we need to have blind trust in these people, but to sit there and and hobble their ability to do things constructively, or like to lower the tone to the point where they're just dreading going into like wasn't it council Ronaldo yeah. who was here basically saying like Jesus Christ I am so sick and tired yeah. of uh, like I I used to I used and- to look forward to doing these things and now it's just 
everybody looks as, looks at us like it's a it's a joke, yeah. right? But some people like I I feel like there's a, a kind of sick narcissism that that goes on with this. Like some people look at that and they're like, yeah, fucking get him, Dubo. You know, yeah. like and to me, like. Yeah, there's there's some kind of weird conflict there that that you're vic- you're living vicariously through a counselor's vote, mm. but to me it it would be way better for the community not if if Councillor Dubo came around to every position of the rest of the council, but if they were able to have a civilized discussion about their positions yeah. on certain things, not being like we shouldn't be doing this, we shouldn't be doing this. Well, you know what? There's a completely there's an there's another point of view on the other side of the table that should be respected, yeah. and it, it just seems like that whole discussion has fallen away. God, yeah, you know? there's no discussion, and like it's your like, your argument can and probably is valid. Valid, mm-hmm. express it. Do not dismiss other ones because the moment you dismiss the other side, you've completely you know stopped a civilized discussion about anything. Mm-hmm. So you just. Honestly, you're fucking yourself. You hit the you nail on the head right there. Civilized. Yeah. We all need to be more civilized. Yeah. Have a because beer, we're not, <laughs> we're not civilized enough these days. Oh, anyways, that this part of the conversation yeah. is getting exhausting. Yep. Uh, probably to anybody who's listening to this as well. Um, we are coming on. We are coming up to the hour and fifty minute mark. Which would have been unheard of when we first started this. Now we it's talk normal. This fucking long. Now we just can't shut up. <laughs> but you know what, Jay? I'm really looking forward to what we're going to do in the new year. Um, we've talked about potential guests. We've talked about past guests coming back. I doing more live events, doing more on location. Um, the one thing we should be saying is to anybody who has tuned in and listened, thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. Totally. Uh, I mean, I'd like to say we do this for you, but we really don't. <laughs> we do th- we do this for us because it's something to do. Uh, but we're we're really happy that some people have, find, have found this to be an engaging conversation and something that, that they're, that's worth listening to, yeah. you know? Um, we feel that way. We feel that way about our guests and uh, hopefully – We've had our own opinions enlightened throughout. Yeah. Uh, I guess this. I cannot disagree. I do think it's been awesome. I've uh, I've really enjoyed it so far. I'm excited for uh, this upcoming year. Uh, you know, I don't see us slowing down. Even though, like you know, we have taken a few weeks off, and you know, the holidays are coming up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's been a lot of us. We've had a lot of stuff going on between two of us between mm-hmm. different uh, uh, commitments. So we weren't able to do as much in the last few weeks. Uh, but I, I do believe this new year is going to be awesome. I think we're going to hit the ground running. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I would tell people, you know, check it out. Tell your friends, you know, share this on Facebook. Share this everywhere you can. Uh, check us out on, on on Instagram. Check us out on on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube. I would say a lot of us, I, I, know, I know a lot of the audience are checking us out on Facebook. You know what? Uh, go check out YouTube. Because yeah. if we're going to be having these uh, live streams, uh, this will be all done on YouTube. So go, go on to YouTube, subscribe, share, get on there right away. I think uh, you're really going to enjoy uh, what we're going to be doing. I think you're going to enjoy what you, we've already done if you haven't heard everything so far. And uh, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, possibility out there. And I got to say, if you guys have uh, something you want to hear or something you you know you have a comment or uh, opinion, share it with us. You know, it might actually give us something to, you know a, a topic to discuss about. And yeah. you know, it might seem like Corey and I agree with a lot of stuff, but we actually oh we don't disagree with a lot of things. 
Uh, and you just see us when we're just here, just chatting alone. Like you know, you, you heard a bit about fist fights. Yeah, what oh. what the you know what government what uh, level government what things in government can do, what municipal government can do. We disagree with a lot of that stuff adamantly. So I think uh, you know, give us your opinion. Let us know what's going on. Uh, if you have someone who you think might be a good guest, let us know. You know, uh, give us your opinion. Uh, we're we're more than open. We are very open, and we're excited to see what happens. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks a lot. And uh, again, Jay. Can you sign us off for one last time in 2016? Do you have a quote for us tonight? You know, oh, he's I, holding the mic. I'm I, excited I for this. I honestly one. did not look up for anything. Uh, just, I was just more excited about getting this uh, in in the in the can before the uh, <laughs> the end of the year, uh, which I might say uh, I'm hoping maybe get slide another one in. So, oh little, really? Little, little surprise. So it's not for you guys. the last one for 2016. Might not be. Might not be. Uh, right, I might work well, on something. Here's hoping. Depending on on uh, on availabilities with people. Uh, but uh, you know, Corey, I, I feel like giving letting you have one. You, you want to let me have one at the end of the year. I'm not sure if you have one lined up or some one that you do enjoy. You did enjoy. Uh, you know, I, I did enjoy the one we did. Uh, I can't remember who we had on. I think it was with uh, with Mr. Moss. So, uh, but uh, if you have one, I'll tell you one. The one I enjoyed, I thought it was funny because I think you were expecting me to go one okay. way and I went the other. Was with the. I would kill everyone in this room for one drop of beer by Homer Simpson. I know you were expecting something else when I said Homer Simpson. Uh, what, was, what Homer Simpson one was was I thinking of? I think you were thinking of. The beer cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Exactly. But did you not say that one? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, it's you too know obvious. In the, in, the immortal, in the immortal words of Homer J. Simpson, I shall repeat this again. To alcohol. The cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Thanks so much, folks, for joining us. Cheers. Cheers. We'll see you in the new year, possibly before.